0: Now that you know a bit more about how the Ethereum application operates, you should feel comfortable navigating the Ethereum dashboard and sending and receiving Ether. This next chapter is going to get into how you can go about designing your own smart contracts on the Ethereum platform. To reiterate, a smart contract promises its users efficiency and censorship, by only activating when certain parameters within a specific contract have been met. Let's take a look at how these contracts work and what they're all about. Externally Owned Accounts versus Contract Accounts The previous chapter focused solely on externally owned accounts. In other words, externally owned accounts are those that are able to send and receive currency. In an externally owned account, a private encryption key protects the Ethereum wallet from being hacked, by essentially verifying that the sender did in fact intend to send the funds or messages that are being transferred. There is no overarching code that has been programmed into an externally owned transaction, and the sender in an externally owned transaction must sign off on the validity of the transaction through their private key before it is completed. This is done by verifying that the nonce number from the transaction matches the nonce number that the sender has sent the receiver. Contrastingly, a contract's account is one that has a predetermined code already programmed into it. Once the code has been programmed into the contract, the contract itself can then receive messages based on the contract parameters. For example, let's say that you're trying to buy a home. Within Ethereum, with each message that you send, Ethereum would use its storage space and accumulate the messages for the contract. Once all of the parameters within the contract have been met, the contract will then activate and be seen as completed. While the previous example made it seem like a project can be completed within a single instance. It's important to understand that a smart contract is a working document. For example, let's say that you rent an apartment and your landlord has decided to use a smart contract for the lease agreement. You make your monthly payments to him or her with ether and everything is running smoothly. One month, however, you are unable to make your rent payment on time because you had an expensive car repair for which you needed to pay. In fact, you don't have the money to pay your rent for a full seven days after the first of the month. Within the smart contract to which you agreed, there is a clause stating that if you do not make your rent payment within five days of the first of the month, you will be charged a $25 late fee. This means that once the sixth of the month comes, the smart contract automatically is able to recognize that you have not paid your rent and will automatically charge you the appropriate late fee while paying the late fee will more than likely be inconvenient for a tenant, the smart contract is able to make the job of the landlord much easier. A smart contract eliminates the human aspects of being a landlord that include having an awkward conversation with the tenant and demanding the late fee. Additionally, the landlord does not have to keep track of how many days have passed since the tenant was supposed to pay his or her rent. In this way, you should be able to see how a smart contract is a living document that does not simply stop working as soon as its parameters have been met. Instead, it acts more like an employee of a business or a clerk whose job it is to keep track of when people are in violations of their contracts. This can be an incredibly useful function. This example also demonstrates how a smart contract becomes the middleman that was a lawyer or a realtor in the past.